0: everybody today's staff is uh Yudzayan, seventeen and we pick up on Tatayan A and we are in the middle of dealing with uh the claim of Raish Lakish who said that a Amma Ivriyah um, it, um, goes free when her father dies which is a, by a strange Kavachomer, she goes free when her father dies when she's under her father's control so Kavachomer Samer by analogy she should go free when her father dies when she's under her master's control the Governor has been lining up proofs against this but Reishakish has had a way to answer all of them, but now we continue with the following Masiv Rav Amram it is about 20 lines from the top maybe 22 lines or so from the top the line starts with the word the following are the slaves that you laden down with the gifts um, the one who goes free with years after six years or if the Yo- yovel hits during those six years or if, it's a nirtza, if you had the uh, ear piercing or with the death of the master <laughs> in the case that would be in the case of the of the Nirtza. Um the ama iviyah Simanin and the and the uh, female slave with when she bring, becomes uh, at uh, signs of puberty, the nisa. So if it's true that there's also this example of the father dying, nis Minami misa Sa'av. Mention also the death of the father, right? That's another time in which she would go free and she would have this ha na she would be laden down with gifts. So, if you say it's an abbreviated list, the elu-khan, the says, and these, which seems to mean that gets a full list the same thing we said before well maybe it's only mentioning the things that have like a fixed uh, circumstances and a fixed type of a time and the death of the father is not necessarily going to happen and if so and there's no way of knowing exactly when it would happen well that's what we're getting up to the signs of puberty you don't have a fixed time Ah, but we can answer that like Rasafra. this is all like a quick repeat of what we did yesterday that at least that there's a a minimum age. And since there's a minimum age, there's some sense of the timing of this. <laughs> but, finally, Haikum <laughs> Misa This is the first time where the Grace explicitly mentions Misa Sa'adon. So we are dealing with that. That's also not predictable and no fixed time. And nevertheless, it does not mention Misa Sa'av. So that ends the discussion. That is a complete rejection of Reish Lakish. Now the Grace says, doesn't Reish Lakish have a Kavachomer? <laughs> that if the okay, what, what's the what, what's the logical response? Why, as Kavuchomer, should be a logical argument? What's the response to it? Okay, is <laughs> that if she goes free when the father dies, she should go free when the when the father dies when before she sold, she go free when the father dies after she sold. <laughs> so the Gemara says Amar. So Kavuchomer preicha No, no, no. The Kavakome from its very outset is like you know has a challenge to it. We shouldn't equal Mifrah. Mal The was the same way. By Simanim, she goes free from the father, and she goes free from the Adon. But, excuse me. The Simanim, she does not go free from the father when she becomes a Nara. She has to become a Bogaris. But nevertheless, it's powerful enough for her to go free from the Adon. So the death of the father, where she goes free from the father, certainly she should go free from the Adon. But no! Simanim is different. One minute, one minute. Simanim is different. Simanim is Nishranehaguf. Her body changes. She's like a different person. She's not a single child, she's now an adult. So, that's a case where you could say that that's significant enough for her to go free from the master. Okay, might not be significant for the father, but it's significant for the master. came But by the death of the father, there's nothing that changes about her, okay? And there's nothing that changes, what I would add, what I think is critical to add here that's missing, is there's nothing that changes about her relationship to the master, right? So the death of the father can affect her relationship to the father, not her relationship to the master. And it's not relevant to Simanim. Simanim, there's an independent change of her identity. So therefore, it's no kavachomer. Okay. Now that we've rejected that, that she does not go free because of the death of the master, we revisit this issue. The father, right? the father, excuse me, we revisit this issue of hanaka of the lading, of the ladening down with gifts. Okay. Is that a word? Word ladening, loading down with gifts. One writer says that when you uh, laden down the yevadiv with these gifts, then he gets to keep it for himself, which is like obvious. who, who else is going to get it? But here's the question: the ama ivi, if she's a ketana, so who gets to keep her gifts? So I mean, it depends whether she's going for you as a ketana or as a Nara, Does she has the simanim? So one writer says um, she keeps it for herself. Umithiyata U Aviha. But I'm sorry, did I skip a line? Am I al She keeps it first off. Anak Am Ivial Atma that the um did I keep on skipping a line? I'm sorry. Batanya Idah this is a Hashmata Idah anyway. Anak Am Iviya Umityata L Okay, w that with the this loading down of gifts and found objects go to her father. And her master, right, only gets the schar which means that if she's sort of finding a gift, finding a lost object, and she went to pick up the lost object, even though he's entitled to her Maase Yadayim, right, if you remember from the whole discussion about, like, about marriage, these are different categories. That the husband is entitled to the wife's sort of earnings, that's Maase Yadayim, but the category of mitziah, found objects, which is not stuff you go out to earn, you know, it's just a, by chance that you find that's in a different halachic category. So here too, although the master is entitled to her earnings, he's not entitled to her lost objects. And there the father's rights are still in place and the lost objects go to the father. So that's interesting from the perspective of the lost objects. Of course, the ladening down with gifts is when she stops, he stops being a master altogether, but that's almost like a Kavachomer. If while he's her master, the, the found objects go to the father, then when she's being freed and she's getting these gifts, logically you would say they also go to the father except that maybe we would think that the whole point of giving the gift is for so the person actually did the work so maybe she should keep it yep. so let's take a look but we have to now reconcile the contradiction because one writer says she keeps it and one writer says it goes to the father yes what are you talking about like the 15 minutes yes the, the 15 father? minutes I'm sorry but I didn't say that the 15 minutes she had to take off of work to pick up the lost object that she has to pay back her, her master for those okay for minutes. those 15 minutes uh, correct yes question because if we think that you really don't want to be selling your daughter off for right.
1: Then if you're giving a follow these gifts you know right. that encouraging that kind of behavior
0: well presumably the presumption is that nobody sells their daughter slavery unless they have absolutely no choice you know I mean the, what do we say also that you can't give therefore give a high price for her because it encourages the behavior I mean you know I, I just don't see that as relevant like the presumption is that this would be a, a last recourse but I don't think it makes sense to uh, limit the amount that the father is going to get <laughs> as what you sell her again afterwards no 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 that's, that's, that's to to someone else no 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 I'm not no, 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 I'm not, no 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 once no, it's only one. Okay, so now the Gemara says like this. Um, okay, so the Gemara says, but we have a contradiction of up, So the Gemara says... My love, but love misa sa'av. Now there's an easy explanation, right? And one is when she goes free for simanim, and therefore she's an adult. She keeps it. Um, although she's still a nara, so it's still a little bit of a question because nara still thinks go to the father. But the other is when she goes free because the father died. So if the father died, there's no father, and therefore, I'm sorry, I said it wrong. When she goes free by simanim, it goes to the father, even though she's a nara, the earth, with things that a nara earns and finds still go to the father but if she goes free because the father died that's the case when she would keep it so you see this seems to prove Ray position that when the father dies she goes free so the Gemara says no says the Gemara no she doesn't go free when the father dies I divided it money both of them she's going free because she becomes a nara but even as a nara her earnings and her objects that she finds goes to the father so what's the explanation of the bright that she gets to keep it so lo it's not difficult had the isola the less your basic assumption that one bright to the father's alive and one he's not alive is correct but it doesn't mean that she went free because the father died if the father happened to have died then she keeps the earnings when she goes free because she becomes a nara the and if the father is still alive then it goes to the father now this actually is a weak answer I have to tell you because then there's no chiddish to say that she keeps it if the father is dead right so what's the chiddish I mean it seems that the chiddish is the father is alive and it's still telling you that she keeps it so either way the bright it's hard to understand what the chiddish is of the brighter whether she went free because of the father died or she went free and the father happened to be dead right what is the chiddish that she keeps it if the father is not alive well but we already know that the brothers don't get her you know mitziot and so on So, uh, although you're right maybe it's just repeating that chiddish okay but anyway it, I have to say that I would I would have more been likely to have said that if she goes free for example because of Shanim or Yovel and she's still a katana then it goes to the father. If she goes to because of Simanim, and she's a Nara, then she yeah. keeps it. That's what I would have said. Although, in general, a Nara, the stuff goes to the father, but nevertheless, there is an irony here the that work. the person that did all the work and then doesn't get the reward, right? But, I mean, that was true at the time of sale also. Yes. Well, so I was going to say, does
1: the Nara actually have the ability to own property and... Take property
0: transactions? Yeah, I mean, so, uh, look, you can give it to, an yes, you can, meaning, there's, you're an adult, you're a full adult, according to law, it's just, it's still under the control of the father. So it would be possible for her to own it with the exception of the father if we would make an exception to that rule of it being transferred to the father. Okay. Anyway, that's the Gemara's answer, that it always goes to the father if the father's alive. Okay, so now the Gemara says like this, um, So this, this is exactly the point. Maybe the whole Chiddush there is to say that even if there's no father, the Chiddush is, is that don't think it goes to the brothers. Okay? We turn to and This is a general rule that the earnings of a Nara go to the father, but if there's no father, they do not go to the brothers. You should bequeath them, these... Uh, Aved K'nani, to your children after you. Otan nechem. A real Eved gets bequeathed, because that's real property according to the law, to the, to the next generation. The law, leaves nechem, But one does not bequeath the rights he has in his daughter to his sons. Nikan, adam morish leaves no. Okay, a person does not pass on the rights the father has, because it's not ownership here, does not pass on those rights to his son. So the brothers do not get the earnings of their sister. Okay, so that's the Hiddish. There's no father, she Keeps the Hanukkah, does not go to the brothers. Ella, Anak Evit but the idea that a, uh, a Hebrew slave gets to keep it himself, that's only an adult anyway, uh, the male Hebrew slave. It's like the mirror image of the, uh, you know, uh, or the other side of the coin of the Ama Ivriyas. So who else is going to keep it? does obviously. Right? Ah, you're so good, Michael. Ella, Ella Laman, who else would it go to? Ama Rav Yosef. Yud so Rashi says Yud means like the letter Yud which is a tiny thing like this is like according to Rashi this is the idiomatic expression of a mountain out of a molehill. okay a Yud into a city you made a Yud into a city okay so which is you're right okay the Mishnah is just sort of you know being a little verbose it didn't have to say that it's just you know it's just sort of spelling everything out okay Abay Ha, so, hachim er, says, no, here's what how says. many Tutai, this is, is the Tutai, interesting name of an, of, of an Amora. Who, Tutai, Tutai, the Bright, up That was his name, or not? yeah, that was his name. Omer Lo, Omer, um, Lo, 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 chovo, It goes to him, and it does not go to the creditor. Okay, which is Michael, which is, as Michael correctly remembered, that even if the owes money, and normally you could say you transfer from, you know, if, if A is B and B or C, you go from a straight A to C, here you do not do that, okay, the Ebed is entitled to collect the money himself and then he can decide when and how he's going to pay off his creditor um, okay, Gufa, now we get back to the question of, who gets the Hanaka, who gets the Hanaka the down, um the following ones okay, so somebody who goes through we still have this, by. Yoga, which applies both to the woman and the man. Six years of the yoga hits during the six years. Okay? And Nirtsa, so it says, what is it? Uh, the death of the Adon. Um, so in the case, uh, we change that. Okay, this is mitat adon. So remember, there's an interesting halacha. If he's a normal and the father dies, it go, the the son's still working for the six years. Okay, whereas once he's a son the father dies, he goes free. Okay, and the logical the logic I think about that you could say it's crazy here. There's greater ownership. Why does he go free? But I think that's exactly the point. Because he when he's working for six years, it's just a contract to work for six years. So you have to work for the children as well. You know, you're just you've you've you know you sold six years of labor. Labor. Whereas nietsa, it's almost like a real, like a real sense of a slave, like a real sense of property, and the chiddush is that the yoga undoes it. But fundamentally, it's avadolia lum. And I think, so then you could say, so okay, so then if he dies, it should pass on to the children. But I think that's exactly the point, that we no. don't want, we want to make it clear that this is not evident Knani. This is not real property. It's not like property that gets bequeathed to the children. Okay, so that's Nisa Sadon, and the Isha by Simanim, okay? But, but you never have a case of Nirtsa by Isha. A woman is not a Niertza, so you don't have that scenario by the is Isha.
1: Russia,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that allows him to say the Yotze when the mitah ta'af, he goes free. correct? Uh,
1: don't, yeah. Right.
0: Okay. Um, so of a bereach Yotze begira test but what's missing from here is two scenarios. One is an ever that runs away. Now an ever that runs away is a bizarre case because if he runs away, he still has to like why does that? Why should that make him go free? Right. And so we'll see about we'll see about that. The basic
1: and why should he get an anakai? Right. So when, well, he
0: an- a- still has to come back and exactly. I mean why but. But, but before we even discuss Hanukkah we have to discuss if he goes free but maybe you're telling me he ran away and he got out of doing a certain amount of the work then when it comes time for him to go free right so we'll see Boreach but the simpler case to understand is Yotzeh Begiron somebody who buys back their own freedom Ein You don't. Why not? It's interesting. We'll see. Thank you, Rabbi well, mayor Omer. We didn't do it. Ah, okay, say. that's a good point. Well, if the Yovel hits during the six years, it also wasn't sheishanim. Reb Meir Omer boreach ein manikim lo. It's true. The guy who runs away doesn't get anakah. But the guy who buys his back his own freedom in the middle of the six years does. Okay. So now we're going to lo- look at this. Reb Shimon Omer for um, there, there are four cases, like we mentioned before. He's clarifying the beginning of the breaka. Three by a man and three by a woman. But you never have all four by either one. The man doesn't go free when he gets signs of puberty. The man is only sold once he's an adult. And you don't have the case of ritzia by the woman. So he's agreeing to the four, just clarifying that one of them is only by a man and one is only by a woman. Okay. Where do you know this from? that they get Hanaka in this case and the things that are excluded from Hanaka that maybe only the guy who goes out in 6 that's what the Torah says right who says that he works for Yoshei Shanim as Michael said so maybe that's the only scenario that you do this how do you know a case of Yovel when the Yovel intervenes in the six or the Yovel at a case of of The death of the master by a case of which is not Which is even under six years. You shall send him. And when you send him, etc. So and when you send him, so the double language is under all scenarios that he gets sent free he gets this ladening down of gifts. Yochoshani Marbef, that's, maybe I should include the case of Boreach, if he had run away like earlier. We okay, I know, well, that's going to be the case. The Yotzei Bigiron for the guy who buys back his freedom, Tamagulomar is Michael, once again, Michael, V'chis when you send him, Chavshimeimach, Imach somebody who is sent away from you, okay, actually it's not you, I sent her alongside to you, anyway, when he's sent away from you, that's a boreach, that he's not sent away from you, he ran away from you, okay, then Yotzei B'giron Kestes. now why is Yotzei B'giron Kestes not included? She'in shilucho me'imach, because there the case is, is that he basically, you're not the one um, sending him, they're the one essentially buying back their own freedom, so you're not, now of course when you're, the six years come up, you're not actively doing it anyway, the Torah is sort of doing it, Okay but nevertheless it's sort of like he is being sent maybe by God he is being sent away from you okay so but
1: especially when you by when he's sent away by you
0: um
1: by you yeah
0: but the six years is not by you or the oval is not yeah, by you
1: you are obliged to send him away but
0: it happens automatically you're not doing anything right i mean i mean i think it's more like when he right when he is being sent somehow it's sort of like it's happening the, the Right, I don't, I, don't think it's, I don't think you can emphasize that it is the master doing the shiluach. Um, um, you know, I mean, look, if you look at Rashi, Rashi says, She'ein me'imach, she says, Mi <laughs> da'atcha It's not with your sort of awareness, but they're doing it on their own. But, like, none of these are necessarily with your will. When he goes through after six years, it's not with your will necessarily. <laughs> so I think it's more like whether it's him doing it, as opposed <laughs> yeah, to
1: the... Perspective. Yeah, so it's A society in which the individual has rights, like the slave has rights. Mm-hmm. But if, if it's more like you own somebody, and sure, you, you're supposed to send him away, but what if you don't? Right. Well, <laughs> I mean,
0: the, but isn't that true? If he buys back his own freedom, you're, you don't have to agree. And you're, I mean, you do halakhically have to agree, but you could say, I refuse to accept the money. Mm-hmm. Not halakhically, but you could, the same way you could refuse to violate the law and not send him free after six years. So it's, it's funny. In either case, the master is obliged to go along with the six years. Or the bank, or the redeeming, or so on. I think the real key is not whether the master is willingly willingly doing it or not, but whether how much is it the slave who's doing it, if right? If it's external to the slave, the Torah demands it. That's kiti shochenu meimach. Whereas if the slave is doing it, he's the one freeing himself, and that's sort of seen as a never it's divv- the divv- same divv-
1: logic as earlier with the isha <laughs> and the mita Ba'al mm-hmm. and the Gemara think something like a gabola Machna Right, right. So right. It's the same, it's the same logic. Right. So
0: let's say he ran so, away and came back and then finished it. He, didn't you, then did you yeah, it me what's going on here? Yeah. What?
1: Uh, if he ran away, then came back, finished his service, yeah.
0: given Hanaka, or, or went Well, away? we're gonna to get to the Boreach case. Okay. No, but Boreach I understand, so let's get to it. Okay. So anyway, so the emphasis is less than you know, it doesn't say Misha It says Misha Shiluchov Meimach, right? Somebody who's ascending is is being sent from you as opposed to somebody who is basically freeing themselves. Now the logic Boreach, why the Boreach isn't entitled without However, the Brecht case is going to be explained, we can understand, right? What the, he, he, he ran away, he got out of some service, he should be rewarded, okay? But the idea that somebody who buys back their own freedom, which you would think is like the best case, right? It's the most empowering, right? And this person has somehow managed to collect some funds or whatever. You know, it's a little bit funny that that person is the one that's like not entitled. But maybe, again, maybe these are the things that the master couldn't have anticipated. I bought him for six years. I was expecting a full six years of service. I knew it would end in six years. I know when the Yovel is going to come, right? So, So, you know, I guess the case about one of the master dies is not something he could have predicted, but maybe he assumes I'm going to have him the entire time I'm alive. All of those, since you got what you bargained for, you now do the Hanaka. When he buys himself back in the middle, you didn't expect that. It was unlikely to have happened, so maybe it got cut short, so, um, you know, maybe that's why. But it is a little funny from the slave's perspective, because you would think, like, that's the one where he has the most dignity, and maybe the most, like, you know, you should like, why does he get lose the Hanaka? Maybe he needs it less. Maybe he needs it less. Right. Okay. Anyway, so that's that. So, um, Okay. So, it makes that distinction. The guy who escapes, you don't do it. Because he's running away. He's running away. um, um, He does get. Now, why? Because there, again, he's like, you know, as Rashi says, you're part of the process. He gives you the money. You might not want to accept it. You might be obliged to accept it, but it's a process that does involve you. It's not a process independent of View. So in that case, he does get the Hanukkah. Okay, now the Gemara fi- turns to understanding the case of Boreach. So the Gemara says, Boreach boy. If a guy runs away, he's got to pay up the time that he had uh, escaped, uh, that he wasn't working. A guy runs away for a year, and you capture him after a year. How do you know he has to make up the year? He has to pay, do the full six years. It's not just six years from the purchase date. Now becomes very interesting. We get across how much sick leave does a slave get, okay? So maybe if he gets sick, he would have to make it up. Let's say he was sick for a year romer u vavi i he goes three in the seventh year. So on the one hand, he has to work six years regardless of, so, you know, uh, not six years from the purchase date, but a full six years, even if he ran away. On the other hand, another puzzle says he goes three in the seventh year regardless of whether he did the work or not. So we basically reconcile it by saying, was he at fault or not at fault? If he ran away, he has to make up the time. If he did not run away, he wasn't at fault and he got sick, then he always goes three in the seventh year. So since he has to make up the time, imagine a guy ran away, he made up the time, so he did his full six years, why should he not get Hanaka? Because for one year he wasn't there, but in the end he did do the six years. So the Gemara says, <speaking in Hebrew> No, he did not do the full six years. He ran away, and then during the time and then because the time of service had been extended the yovel interrupted where otherwise it wouldn't have interrupted or interrupted earlier right so if the yovel would have hit in year 5 of his service and because he ran away he had only done 4 years of service and the yovel interrupted he never gets a chance to make it up now you don't go back to finish the contract after the yovel so he genuinely stole some of the service from his master so that's the case he does not get Hanukkah but if he came he, back and finished it up he, he came back and finished up before the Yovel, he would get Hanukkah. Okay? Mao de I might have thought, Yovel, at the end of the day, this is just a case of the Yovel freeing him. and we will not fine him, and he'll get the Hanukkah. Kamash Milan, not that way. That yes, the Yovel freed him, but he basically stole a year, sir. He did not do the full service he should have done for his master during that time. So not getting
1: okay. the Hanukkah is a type of Knap
0: right well again you know it's funny Knaz is like rabbinic but this is basically saying you know Chazal have a latitude of how to interpret the psukim so you know you might think that this case he's not you know maybe you know maybe you know we should be more generous towards him because at the end of the day it still is the yovel you know and not sort of read it in a way that deprives him the word would more I would say like and we should not deprive him of this you know Kamash Mulan no actually we're going to read it to assume he doesn't get this okay Amar now we get a very interesting question about sick leave okay maybe if somebody gets sick that should he should not be he should be you know have to make up the time no you go free in the seventh year regardless of how many years of service you did assuming you weren't to blame okay even if you're sick all six all six years didn't do one day of service a question? no that's the Tatanya, but one minute we talking about the brysa in if you were sick for half the time, three years, and you worked three, then you don't have to make it up. If you were sick for all six, of course, what you really want to say is you were sick for three years in a day, which is what I was going to say, okay, but anything that's the majority is like being sick for all six years. Then you have to make up the time. So one writer says you could be sick for all, sick for all six years, and the other said, no, only sick only if you're sick up to half of the time. So the difference difference is, if you're sick, for, the real is that only if you're sick for less than half the time or up to half the time, the brighter that if you're sick for all six years, no, you wait, still get paid that mm-hmm. if, if you were sick for three years or less, you're considered to still have done your service and you get paid. If you're sick for a majority of the time, and you get Hanukkah. Right, well, paid, of course, I'm sorry, the money came up front. You get the Hanukkah, okay? Um, Well, Also, you don't have to make up the time, okay? If you were sick for three years and a day, you did not do your service, and you have to, before you get to the Hanukkah, you have to make up your time, okay? If, however, you're sick for a majority of the time, but while you were sick, you were still doing some form of service. You were there in bed and you were, some, and you were doing some needlework. So then you were working. You for needlework.
1: You managed to find something else for you
0: to do. Exactly. If not so if some, purchased for needlework, there's no finish. What? Right? Right? Because if he's purchased for needlework, No, 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 no. no. If he did something right, it was not what he was, they were hoping he would do, but as long as he was working during that time. Now, presumably, he doesn't have to work for all the three years that he's lying in bed. He doesn't have to work for the time over the three years. So anyway, so that he's only out of work for less than the majority of the time. Okay, so if the guy is only out of work for less than the majority of the time, he gets it a sick leap. For more than the majority of time, if Imamish was doing nothing, not even needlework, then in that case he has to make up the time. Okay? And now the Gmar just clarifies the Brahta. Hagufa Kasha, the Braita is an internal contradiction. A You said three and three you don't have to make up. Haar Ba meaning anything into the fourth year, once it's more than three years, you'd have to make up this time, Amos Seva. Let's look at the end. Only all six years. So how do you make sense of that? Hachi arba. Once it's four years or more than three years, nasa kimi shikol chosheish. It's like all six v'chayv lashim. You have to make it up. Of course, the key question to ask here is: somebody is sick for three years and a day. How much time do they have to make up? One day or three years and a day? I hope the answer is one day, or else it's very unfair. But anyway, now Tosvos asks a great question: Can you learn from this? You know, this is a question employers ask, right? Like employers give a certain number of days of sick leave, right? But then what happens like extended sick leave somebody has a real serious type of a disability whatever how long do you have to keep them on the books you have to keep them covered by health insurance right what's the extent of your obligation when it's really extended leave so tosos asks can you make an inference from this gemara about an employment contract and that if somebody based so let's look at tosos he says there were some people that wanted to say those that hire like uh, te- you know uh, school teachers if they were sick for half of the length of their service they were hired for the year and they were sick for six months up to six months up you know, up to half they don't have to make up the time because you can learn from here that if you you know you're entitled to sick leave up to half of the time of the service Eved Ivi the he because it was against the will so let's say can we make a comparison of Eved Ivi to a case of Sakhir now this is very interesting a, you can imagine this is a really practical question how much sick leave do you have to give your employees but it's also a good question about what is the nature of Eved Ivi is Eved Ivi like a Sakhir or is it like an Eved so jump to the end of Tosfos but the comparison is <laughs> between
1: an Eved and a teacher
0: that is a good point okay okay um, so Tosfos says like this um the line starts with the word it's like the last third of that toast no no teachers if they got sick they can only collect for the days of service okay? no sick leave okay? you can't make any comparison to an la dono. remember we said that the other day that it's not like full property like an Evid K'nani but it's like You own the body for the service, but there's an element of ownership. You're like, you basically already paid for him. You bought his body and you paid the purchase price. So you're not paying him for his service. Right? By an Eved, it's not that he's a, it's not that he's a sahir, it's not that he's a hired hand and you're paying him for his service. You bought him and you paid the purchase price. And as long as he is not, you know, sort of refusing to do what he's obligated to do, he's not refusing, it's against his will, then, then you already paid for him. Okay? And he keeps his money. But a teacher, you don't own him. You're just, he's just, you're hiring him, and if he can't do the service, okay, he can only collect on you know in terms of what he what he did. So in one case, you're paying for service. If there was no services rendered, you don't pay. If I hire a, 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 a what do you call it, a plumber, to come to my house, okay, and he says, "Oh, I got sick, but I'll be sending you the bill anyway." Right? You know, you're paying for services rendered. There were no services rendered. Okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Where, yeah, yeah. whereas yeah, yeah. I whereas uh, yeah, yes, but it is
1: like carcass uh, the, whereas system. if you
0: buy someone you pay the purchase price okay so if you're buying him it's a brilliant distinction of course the downside is that so much for workers rights no sick days according to this but anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> that
1: you're actually buying a period of service because if he, if he, if he is able to Pay pay back a certain amount of that six years. Right. To go free. Right. So then the person who bought him, even though he's putting out the money out front, right, he's really it could be like. Uh, you could break it down into uh the period of time of this you could
0: conceptualize it as paying for service right but but the but the, but that the of conway is telling you that it's in some mid spot between paying for service and like owning somebody's property so that's and because there's an element of basically you bought him so then you've paid a purchase price whether the service is done or not now if it turned out that you bought the car and the car you know, broke down and it couldn't do and it couldn't drive on the street. Essentially, the whole sale is like bought If you can't work for the majority of the time, even if it's nobody's fault, right? You know, so that's obviously like different circumstances. But it's sort of if you start if you think about it as a Kenyan model and not as a hired model, then you understand mm-hmm. why right. he's given a lot of time, even if he's sick. The sale is still valid. So yeah. Distinction. in the that
1: but If you're paid, maybe you think it could be if you're paid up front, like yeah, so you're already paid, and he gets sick. So, right. You know, I'm sorry about Oh, that. like it's like, who's
0: the mozi mi havero, you mean?
1: It's, uh,
0: you know, send me a bill afterwards, you know, to the service. Right, right, right. So, like, who's a mozi mi Right, but that mozi mi is more like in cases of Suffolk. I think the difference of being paid up front or paid after is more at the heart of what I'm talking about, of whether fundamentally it's a purchase, so or, or fundamentally it's a payment for service. make distinction. Right, right. I think that they're tied about when the payment is. Okay, let's continue. with mar- it's an indentured service where he's actually working off Yes. So uh, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, but that but Gufo is saying that there is an element in okay. which it's not. Yeah. Okay, let's keep on going. Tonarabah now, Dr. Gamara. Kalamani Gemara. how much is the Hanukkah Hamesh Flaim five seller. Now I wanna remind you sell is a shekel, which is four four zoos, okay? Which is, you know, a significant amount. It's whatever it was. A hundred, uh, I think uh, what is it, like six. Uh, I forget some some multiple hundreds of plutos. Okay, so five sella, right? A k'suva is two hundred zoos. So five sella is twenty zoos. So it's a tenth of the value of a of a k'suva. is about the money to survive for like two years or so, or a year or so. on So it's not an insignificant amount. It's a tenth of that. Okay. It's, imagine it's about a month. You know, about a month's wages or something. A month that you could uh, live off of. Okay, chamesh s'la'im kol min v'min from all of the different things that the Torah mentions. It says migarnecha, amitzoncha, From you know your, your 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 granaries, your your wheat, your sheep, and your and your and your and your, and your wine. So from each one of those five sela. So in the end, it's fifteen sela. Okay, which is sixty zuz. Okay, shein chamesh sreis la'im um, diberav meir fifteen sela. If you don't meir shloshim twice as much thirty to shloshim shel eved because this person was a slave. So uh, of course, ever there is an ever knani, and ever knani gets gored, the Torah sets a fixed amount of thirty of thirty shekel. Okay, we'll see how he learns that comparison. Because the highest value you pay for a person, if you say his erech is upon you, and you go by the sort of the amounts that the Torah fixes for a, a, a value based on age and based on sex. So in that case, the highest amount is fifty shekel. So here, to you, pay fifty shekel. Or go again. The question is. You know that's for a free person, and that's erich, and Exactly what are the comparisons? Let's take a look. Five of each one that's is fifteen. That's that's what Rambam says. Rav Meir Minyana, What Rav Meir has to teach us math? Five times three is fifteen. No. Here is what he's telling us. You can't go under that amount. But what you could do though is do less from one, like less grain and more, you know, and more and more sheep. Okay, the tofvi but then increased from the other leislan ba. So the reason he said fifteen is to say the key is that the whole thing in the end has to be worth fifteen shekel. Okay, five of each is how we get to the number fifteen. But you don't have to do five of each what you have to do is you have to have fifteen shekel at the end. Okay, that's why he says the, f- the five of each. My time is you mayor, Where does he get it from? Yosef Rekam Rekam Mi Here it says he makes Gzeir Shava because here it says Lo Tishalchenu Rekam. Do not send him empty handed. And by the B'chur it says V'loye Ufanai Rekam. You shall not appear before me empty handed. Mal Alam Chameish So the same way by the B'chur when you do the Pidyon Haben, not the B'chur of the Beheimah, but when you do the Pidyon Haben, it's five shekel. Avkar Chameish Here too, five shekel. Now the ema chamish sla'imikulahu. Maybe it's five shekel of all three combined, not five of each one. So the Gemara says, "I receive re'kam lebesov to the karmat." If it said, "Don't send him empty handed," after it said, "Migarnacham, mitzonacham, yikzecha," so five would go on all three combined. How did you receive re'kam bereisha? It says, "Lo sishalchen u'rat re'kam hanek tanik lo mitzonacham, migarnacham, yikvecha." So since it first says re'kam and then it mentions each one. That's understood. That any each one of these you cannot be empty-handed from, and it has to be fifteen total. Okay, um reikam shadi reikam atzon. Put the reikam on the sheep. Reikam agorin a ayekev. Okay, now the gemara says that's how you get five of each. the But why do we learn it from there? There it also says the more common loyer ufanay reikam is not by the bechor but by the for rei'ah by rei'as panei regel. And that Rashi says that most according to one gemara is two shekel. Not five shekels, so why not make that, because they were shove up. So, as God has blessed you, meaning that meaning that you should read the pasuk in a more generous way. So, you know, it's with all of this increase and blessing. So, if we have a choice to make a gezera shava of five or two, we're going to make the gezera shava of five. Okay, which is interesting, which shows like a little latitude of a gezera shava. We're not like fixed. We know there's a gezera shava of Recham, and this pasuk. Pushes us to read it in the more generous link of rekom as opposed to the more limited one. We're going to see something like that in a minute as well. Okay. Um, okay. Rabbi Yehuda kisoshim Thirty like the slave. So my time is Rabbi Yehuda. What's his reasoning? You learn out Nesina from the slave. There's a Skalin La Adonav. And here it says, um, uh, "What's the puzzle? I think. If God has blessed you, you should give Him.' So, by both of those, it speaks about giving. Okay, and also both of them have to do with slave. I'm sure there's a lot of other things in the Torah that talks about giving. So, even though one is an Eretz Knani and one is an evid Ivri. An, an, the same way that giving is thirty shekel, Avkan Shloshin here are thirty. So now the word is, How about learning it from Erchin? It by Erchin, also says when you say that somebody's value is a upon you, you have to give based on their age and 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 sex. And therefore, that can go up to 50 shackles. So ma'ala chamishim So why not say that? Someone says, no. First of all, a little bit the opposite read of before that will do the more generous interpretation. Here it's you know if you grab too much you don't get to keep it. Like uh, as a Rebbe of mine once said in high school says it feels like you know somebody puts out a lot of stuff on the table like a candy bowl and you like take a big amount you might be told uh, put some of that back. Okay, tafasta merubalo tafasta. You don't necessarily get to keep it if you take a, a modest amount you're allowed to keep it. So anyway, um, so if you have a choice which drasha to make, I can't prove to you 50. If it's between 30 and 50, minimally, it means 30. So I'm going to go for the 30 drasha, which is a little bit opposite of what it said before, that Asher pushes you for the larger read. That's one reason I do the evid.
1: No Here there's no puzzle Here it's more of a svarah, right? Well,
0: no, I can choose. There's an asina by Erchin of 50, and an asina by Evid of Shloshim. It's the same point. I have a Gzairasha, I can choose which way to make it. Am I going to be go- make it in the more generous way because of Asher beRachicha, or the more uh, or the smaller way because I'm certain that thirty is what you know it's between thirty and fifty. Everybody agrees to thirty, so I'm going to read it in the safe way. Okay. So number one, the ode Eved me HaviLei Lameilif. The case of Erchin is a free man. Now, of course, rather learn slave from slave. Although again, one is an Eved Kanani, one's an Eved Ivri, but they're more in the same parsha. That's how he gets thirty. So he does learn it from Erchin. My time is Rabbi Shimon. What's his reason? Erchin. Okay, he makes the drasha we were rejecting before. Here it says titain, there it says titain. So you make, so you go the fifty. Afkan So now the Gmar says one minute. Even though it says we're in the Erchin parsha, there's a whole range of values that could be paid by Erchin. You know, based on age and sex. The Maybe it's the bottom of that range. No, no, it says, God blesses you, so we read it more generously, we read it at the top of the range. Okay, but back to the other question, why not learn from the case of the slave? And it's 30, you know, say 30, and based on the same arguments we said before, and here's why you should learn it from the slave. Number one, don't try to grab too much. Presumably, it's funny because, you know, Know, the Gemara could quote the Pasuk which it did before. But number one, we should be more modest in our claim. The oh, and number two, and may have The better argument is they're both about avadim. So what's the reason? So the Gemara says he could have just said, I think I share Beirachika, but the Gemara gives another answer. He's not learning just from Nistina, but he's learning from the Pasak of im Mahu, if he is poor. So by the if you take a look at Rashi, Rashi says Mikha Gamar, about fifteen lines from the bottom. now Rashi also spells out what's an interesting thing that's going on here, because we're normally taught that Khaira Shava, you have no sort of latitude to explain it. You have to have a tradition. But here's what I is asking. Learn it, it out this way. So here's what Rashi says. Important principle. It's a tradition. And it goes all the way back to Sinai. Okay, which, which words are written for Gzaira Shavah? The um, Ad um, The uh, May Rabbi, that Rabbi Shimon's tradition was hanakas, that he knew what did he know? he didn't know which word to connect it to the Nesina connected to, 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 connect to erchin or the Nesina connected to Avadim if that was his tradition we can't ask any questions it's the tradition, end of story so what Rashi is saying Ramban says the same thing is an important principle Gzei shava does not spell out the, all the details it doesn't say this word links with that word and this is the halacha the tradition of a Gzei Shava is, you it's like it's like you can figure out the halacha of this pasuk based on the Shava of this word. And then it's for the person to figure out what to do with that Gzairah Shava, what to connect it to, and what halacha to learn out. It's a nice balance, right, between like the sort of Moshe missinae and then the human element of learning out exerh shava. So we thought that the Xer Shava was about so, uh, Nisina. So the gama uh nisina, the Nisina Tanaka need was the So then we could Say why learn one nesina learn another nesina. Have Why go by the nesina of erchin? Learn from evet. It's strictly true. Say so we have to answer. in the You know what? His tradition was not the word nesina because then we could be saying do it this way rather than that way. Ella de from the word mach. If your brother grows poor and has to sell himself, Okay, so we have a different Gzair so there's only one place to link it, that's how we get 50. But again, what's so great is that, you know, normally we sort of speak about the Yudhim Omidot, and we talk about how so many of them have to do with sort of like, you know, the human analysis and human creativity. But Gzair Shava that's like straight Misenai. All you do is you just pass down that tradition. But based on this, and Gemara's like this, this Rashi, and there's a Ramban, and Sefer mitzah says the same thing, says that no, their tradition was that you can learn the Halacha based on, on Gzair Heshavah that's linked to this word. Heard. But you still have to figure out what shava you're going to make. Alright? So that's how the Gemara could ask these questions. Alright, anyway, he has 50 based on shava of Mach, of being poor. Now, back to the Gemara. First Is wide the line.
1: Ramban the Ramban
0: Hasagot on the Ramban? Yes, the Ramban Hasagot and it's in the, uh, it's in the haktam, it's in like the, the Ramban, so in, in, in the Sharashim. I have to find, I have to find where, but it's in one of the Sharashim. Yeah. Okay, the Gemara says like this. Bishleim of the Rebbe, Mayor, Haymi Dexiv, Tson, Goren Viyeke. For Rebbe Meir, we understand why it had to mention three things, because it's five of each, although you could change the proportions. But anyway, that's at least fundamentally why it mentions all three. El of according to them, it's just a sum total, 30 or 50. Why does it mention specifically these three things? So the Gabbard says, Maybe you only do it from these three. How do I know that you do it from everything? As God has blessed you. So why say these three? If it's from anything. So, to tell you, those are unique or distinctive, that they are, are things that are blessed, meaning that they increase. So, only things that experience increase, right? The sheep have... Children, right? The wheat can grow very uh, abundantly, right? The grapes can grow abundantly. These are things that can experience increase, okay? As opposed to things and then symbolically important because it's Kashe <laughs> be'rachicha. God gave you, blessed you through this slave, right? One has to imagine that this also evokes Yosef, right? That Yosef was what it says. <laughs> what is it? As base No, not base parab. it anyway? You know, whatever. Yosef. I forget the exact So anyway. God blessed the household because of Yosef. You know, the slave comes in and you're blessed as a result of him. Anyway, so therefore you give him from this blessing. So these have to be things that experience blessing and they symbolize the blessing. Yatsuk Safin, which excludes money. Money you leave around, nothing happens to it. Okay, of course, depends what you do with your money. Okay, the, anyway, but it doesn't like grow like these other things do. Naturally. Give a Rebbe Shemin. Rebbe Liedem and Yaakov No, to exclude mules. Mules don't, you know, procreate. <laughs> So, for so Ab Shimon, Ab Shimon would say, Dak. For those You know what? They at least can get bigger and fatter and stronger so they might not, you know, they might not pr- procreate but they are blessed. They do increase. So you know what? You can invest
2: money. Money makes
0: money. Okay? So, alright. Not sort of by itself but okay. Now, now, by the way though, what's not clear from this Gemara and I looked it up in the Rambam and it wasn't so clear to me in the Rambam either is what is the Gemara saying? Are we learning about what are the things that You know, are included or not included. Is it saying what you're allowed to give him? You have to give him 30 shekel or 50 shekel. It has to be from the things that are bichla bracha. So if you give him 30 shekel worth of mules you won't you know, say your chiv. You have to give him 30 shekel from things that are bichla bracha. Okay, but there's no obligation to give him from everything. It's just telling you that from anything that's bichla bracha, that's where it has to come from. The other way to read this is, no, lichat chila, you should give him from everything you have that falls in this category. The total amount doesn't exceed 30 shekel, but you have an obligation, at least lichat chila, to give him from every single thing in this category. So I think that's a little bit vague about what the Gamar trying to say whether you're supposed to give him from everything or you're allowed to give him from any one of these all right anyway so now the Gemara continues um okay. Um betsega. Now it needs to have said all these words. Zone garden yekev. Ze ikoz of rahmah zone have i mina in gdule karka lo. Only animals. Koz of rahmah um which is the wheat, um the grain. Ze ikoz of goren have i mina gdule karkin, just stuff that grows from the ground, bale lo. Koz of sown. So yekev lamli, once I know that it's not limited to animals or to things that grow from the ground, lamarli mutek safi and lamarli mutay pradot. To tell you again, the to underscore that it is only things that are bichlal bracha and bichlal bracha would exclude either money or mules. Alright. Tana Rabbanat. Asher b'racha shemalukacham it says you give him as God has blessed you so maybe only if you are you, you, know, you, you know your fortunes increased from the time you bought this slave then you give it to him But if he did not help out the, you know, the welfare of the house doesn't mean he necessarily did bad work but it means you know I don't know your fortunes just you know your, your, your business went bad during the time that he was working for you so maybe you do not give him this increase the double language means regardless, regardless of whether it's a So then what's the point of saying as God has blessed you So to tell you that if you have gotten much increase as a result of him, then be overly generous in what you give him so you're obligated to give a minimum regardless but you should always give according to the blessing and if you were very blessed by the work he did, you should give Give him even more. Maybe been ben Azariah Omer Savam. No, as the pasuk sounds, If you your fortunes were you know were, were if you were blessed because of him manikin Lo. You give him the Hanukkah Lo Of course, the big question is like who gets to determine that you know like like that seems like that like that's a, that seems like a, a a real huge loophole for a master to say well it wasn't because of him it was because of this other thing that I did it or how exactly do you measure it anyway. But that's what he says. Only if he brought a brought blessing. Okay. <inaudible>
1: <inaudible> what?
0: Apparently, right. It's not just proportional to the blessing. Well, I guess its point. You could say it is proportional to the blessing. But if the blessing was zero, then you give him zero. Right. But there could be a scenario where you don't give him anything. Exactly. <inaudible> which sounds like regardless. <inaudible> that's just the way the chart talks. But now their whole case. whole thing is the price. This whole thing was the. Price. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But there could be scenarios you don't give Anything, okay.
1: It's so interesting that, that yeah, when you read the pasuk, the pasuk doesn't seem to be saying any set amount, right? The should just says hey, right. a tip. You know, you give a tip. You know, <laughs> how much? You know, look, look up.
0: Well, a uh, generous uh, tip, but yes, yeah.
1: but, but, <laughs> right. Then, but Chazal are so un, uncomfortable with the idea that it's not a set amount, right? It's a third, you know. It's no,
0: absolutely. Like, yeah, you're right. I mean, that's the like halachization right. of, of, right. of the mitzvot is that we have to quantify it, you know. But you're right. The simple sense is is that you're left so, to your Discretion, so, right? How much you
1: give
0: based, based on how much you were blessed, which is exactly what uh, Rebbe Eliezer ben is saying. Right. One so well, right. imagines that, according to Rebel Eliezer ben he would also reject the five, the fifteen, the right. thirty, or whatever, the fifteen, thirty-six, or fifty, and he would say it's all proportional, you know, and you figure it out, right? It's True much, the same same well right, 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 right. A, right, and because uh, 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 right. I'll try to quantify, yes. Although they,
1: I mean, I think. Chazal are careful
0: not to say that that that's
1: it's the Torah's requirement. Right?
0: Exactly. They, yeah. Exactly. Meaning they sort of they say Torah's and here's the recommended amount, yeah. and here they are defining it as the halachic requirement. But <laughs> right. uh, yeah, the quantification. No, then,
1: is the same issues happening like around tips now. There's oh are signs to say no. They, we're gonna
0: we're gonna tell you what the tip is that you have to give. Yeah. The yeah. And yeah. that's
1: included in the original. Right. Size. I
0: love it in the taxi cabs. Your choices are twenty percent, twenty five percent. Thirty percent. Then a little space. It's oh, other amounts, but yeah. whatever. Anyway, all right. Uh, okay. Tana Rabbanan. Every over as a bane over as a bat. And every works for the son. If the master dies, we taught that. And other than the case of niurta, he continues to do the six years for the son. But not if it's a daughter or somebody else who inherits from the father. Is that me? No. no. Okay. Then <laughs> over to <So>, Sabat. <laughs> Ivriya. However, the female slave, Eina Ovedes Lois Ben Sabbat, does not. It's, if the master dies, she goes free. Okay. Um, which is interesting because we don't. Well, Misas Adon, you do have by both him in the case of Nirtza and the Ami in every case. Okay. Anyway, um, but she does not work for the, for, for if, if the master dies. Now Vanimka. If somebody is sold to a non-Jew, right, which is the case in the Torah there in similarly would not work if the master died, would go free if the master died. Now let's unpack this. Every Yorish Bane, they know, that is a boss, we not in Yuly. How do you know this? The Tanna Rabbanan, the Avdecha shei shanim work for you. You are not your heir. So maybe that would exclude not only an heir, but it would exclude even a son. Because shanim One is he works for you six years. The other is he works six years. So one sounds like he works six years regardless. The other sounds only for you. So how are we going to reconcile it? And more. So the working. Six years regardless, is if there's a son. Hamani Sheishanim worked for you. if you are not another heir. So now, what, what, on what basis? What made you see? Did we include the son, that he works for the son, but not for another heir, let's say a brother? Marbani and King no, the son is considered a continuation of the father. How do you know a son is a continuation of the father? number one, from this very Allah of Ama Ivriya, that a son can do yud. The father bought the the girl, but the son is able to do yud if the father doesn't do yud, make her his wife. And number two, that if I sell my field my, uh, of uh, you know, my ancestral field and somebody else buys it and I don't redeem it, then in the Yovel it goes to the Kohanim. but if my son buys it, then in the yovel it does not go to the Kohanim. okay it comes back to me. so therefore the son is considered a continuation of the father. So the mother saysAabba the opposite the, the, the brother is more of a continuation tam tachas he does yibum, so he's a continuation of his dead brother there Says, no. The only reason there's ibum is because there's no normal continuation, so you have to do the second continuation through the brother. But if there's a son, that's the natural continuation. Okay, now one more, and that's how we know that if one per, he, if he's going to work in some cases for an heir and not in other cases, the heir he will work for will be the son who is not just somebody who inherits, but who is somebody who is seen as a continuation. Now one last point about this: the Gemara says says, a time the the reason you decided the sun was more important was because of that there's no Yiva when there's a sun halav hachi if it went after that achadi if you would have said yibum would have been evidence that the brother is better but why the son there are two things the son gets to do just two against one yiyud and stehachuza whereas by the yibum it's only one thing yibum so why don't we just decide it based on two against one so the Gemara says vachachada um, stehachuza so the Gemara says no stehachuza nami mehapircha hudakhanafkile litana hunyeh shibum elebamalkam shim how do we know that the, when the son buys the stayachuz, it goes back to the father? The Torah never says that. It's a similar drasha that we have, we know from the pesukim that if some relatives buy the stayachuz, it goes to the kohanim, and other relatives buy it, it goes back to the it goes back to the original owner. And the pesukim don't tell you how to divide, which relative does it go back to the owner. And so the gemara there says it could be the son, it could be the brother. So which one is it? Well, it's got to be the son. The son is more is more of a continuation. How do you know? So ultimately it's down to this point, because the only reason that there's yibum is when there is no son. So at the end of the day, it's not two against one. The only way we know that Stehuzah is a difference is rooted in our fundamental awareness that the son is more of a continuation of the father than the brother. And because of that, both in the case of Stehuzah and in the case of the slave, he continues to work for the son, but does not continue to work for other heirs. Okay, we'll end here now, for now.